now listening to The Nasty Table, the premier source for tabletop role-playing actual play. Now come on in, relax, and pull up a seat to The Nasty Table. He's got Carhartt on this guy. <laughs> so, Caleb, you begin scouring through these records. This is the first time you're seeing Bobby Tillman. Key ring, his wallet. Can I look at his wallet? Driver's license and a uh, picture. It's like a man and a woman on the beach. It's a bone. Bone. The one that was on top of the army jacket looks like military memorabilia. It's, it's clogged with shit. Like Weirdos for child crimes. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> Getting in this Open that little boy up. I take the box. Well, I just like walk right past Ray. And out the door. His house, so wouldn't it be at the bar? He probably walked. Oh, did you think he walked to the bar? Oh, yeah. I, I would oh, like, okay. I, I'm definitely going to want I'm definitely going to want to go to his car. Well, I got the keys and you just walked out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? You have my keys? No, no, no. No, he I have the, the house key oh, 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 and oh. his I'm, car key. I'm coming back. Oh, so you just needed a minute. I just need a minute. I just. <laughs> I, I, I am going to lock that. I thought box you were like in my car, going away. Like you were. No, I am locking. I'm going to lock the box in the car. I'm going to lock the box in my car. I'm just gonna throw it in the trunk and just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where the fuck to go with ours. Yeah, I think the best bet's the schools. I can't. Right? I was thinking of clubs. The only thing is that somebody got dumped over some train tracks, or somebody got. Yeah. No, they got serrated by a cell. So I mean, somebody got caught up on a train tracks. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. You, you looked at the the map. <laughs> oh my god! Oh Jesus! Some little kid was laying on. Look at the tracks. They go right over. Some playing kid on the tracks. Playing on the tracks. Did you ever see Stand by Me? Oh god! Jesus God! The imagery is. Yeah. Joe's gonna fuck you up with what's ever in that box. So imagine. imagine yeah, imagine if it's just like a train. It was an unknowingly accident? just right got over a kid. Um, but I, I, he's said the saw marks. But then again, but then there's been the no missing was, person, bro, and the body was, was so fucked. Story, yeah. like to play another green, a random <laughs> death, and like you do all this shit to figure out end. that it was like an accidental death. Like that would be so bad. <laughs> and and also the coroner said it was like a potential wood saw, like a old wood cutting saw, potentially. So like. And there's no missing, like, like imagine if you're fucking, you know, out if your kid just goes wheels. missing, right? You're gonna report it. Yeah, I feel that's like true. If, if it was like an, a it, yes, if yeah. it was an accidental, like kid yeah. ran, kid got run over by a train. Yeah, yeah. it would have got, it would have gotten reported. But I don't doubt that. I mean, this is a, you know, this river's going downstream, so I don't doubt that it's like the potential, like trailer parks or maybe or something was, going. I was thinking somebody dumped it off the tracks too. That could be. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, totally. Dumped up on the bridge. Now the so. train has special wood saw spiked <laughs> wheels. It's this new It's better grip yeah. on the rails. We're prosecuting the train. I mean, anything You're else? under arrest. <laughs> You're under arrest! Me? No, no step away from the train! <laughs> We're gonna pursue the death sentence against this train. <laughs> well, welcome back. So glad to be back at the table again after that long break. 
How was everybody's weeks? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a lot happened last session. Actually, I mean, did a lot even happen? I think I think a lot happened. <clears throat> these, I think a lot happened. These sessions feel short, but they're really not. Last session was like an hour and a half. What happened last session, guys? Talk to me. Have a little conversation with me. We're just investigating. Happened, Going through records. Not finding a ton. Not finding much. Hitting the books. Lieutenant Longo has asked if... Lieutenant Longo is concerned about the media situation and um, how they, you know, how pretty much Linwood Falls would, and the surrounding area would respond if they find about this missing child and there's no trace. Um, but yeah, just hitting the books, trying to investigate, potentially going to, um, hopefully in the morning, be able to talk to some of the schools if anyone's in. And that's where we're at. It's definitely kind of frustrating to have this sea of information mm -hmm. at your fingertips. Well, not at your fingertips, but in your possession, but not have the context to be able to pull stuff from it. Like, yeah, you have all these records and all this information, but it doesn't really mean much if you don't have specifics that you're looking for. Yeah. What about our other detectives here? How do you guys like the dynamic of kind of working your own separate cases? How does that feel as a player? Because I kind of feel like maybe... I feel like I would be annoyed by it. That kind of like half the session, I'm not doing anything. Like, I'm just sitting here. Is this how you plan to do it the whole time? Uh, maybe not. Yeah, I think I am sitting better with it because I think maybe you have up your sleeve a <clears throat> That's nice little story, cool way of making us collide together at some That's point. That's what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't seem, I don't want to say as bad. That doesn't, that doesn't sound good, but makes you feel like you're waiting for something. Right, because as a player, like... I want to be able to role play with like all the people at the table. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, <clears throat> you guys are fucking lucky because it would be easy for me to say, uh, Finn and Alex, could you please leave the table? And then we go through like 30 minutes and then send you guys out in the cold and then bring you guys back <laughs> in. <and> like... <coughs> but I have elected not to do that. But yeah, I mean, two separate cases, two separate sets of uh, investigators here. Has there been a point where you're sitting here listening to, like, the other set's case and, like, want to say something? Yes. Definitely. Feel free to. Well, no, actually don't. Yeah, I was going to say, and I feel like that wasn't right. I agree. Mm -hmm. But you guys are more Not than... even there. You guys, are, you guys are more than welcome to have, like, you know... Obviously not, because we're still in the first night. Like, we can communicate with each other. Absolutely. Like, have, like, a powwow and be like, hey, this is my... Because you would do that. You guys would interact with each other and be like, hey, can you take a look at this case? Tell me if I'm missing something. We can hit pay you know, something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> right point, now, I, I know that you guys are, we, I know that you guys are back at the office, so like, yeah, I can and it would, a pay phone. And I mean, it office. would also, it would also just be good practice to keep your sergeant updated on how your case is progressing. And on the flip yeah. side, you as a sergeant should have a little interest in how their case is going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there is, there is a way to open up that avenue of uh, conversation. It would be fun to, Investigate a case as a full group, though, too. Definitely oh, yeah. get on some stuff. <clears throat> so, uh, what's going on in uh, in the other case here? Uh, we investigated our victim victim's apartment. We investigated <laughs> our victim, his apartment, um, and found a lot. We made a lot of progress. Definitely. Um, 
We found, we searched his whole house, even the trash. What is the interest in him? Why? Why? Because he he's died. got nothing about him. Yeah, and so there's no seems... information. Case well, is case is solved. Case is closed. Case should be closed. There's no motive. It was an accidental death. But we see we there's loose ends that we've discussed in previous sessions with you know potentially the why would a bar keep a bar owner especially one that I would frequent in the past two years who seems to be doing all right have to sell to underage kids and we've confirmed that he is a known spot to do this um and it seems like this was provoked in a very weird way mm. we couldn't really get the 100% straight answer maybe maybe uh, Mark kind of did confess and say whatever they provoked it but we still don't really know exactly how that all went down in that 20 second window where they had some words and he was punched it's just it seems shady and Newton the barkeep seemed a little little weird about things and you know this guy has nothing going on and that's that's weird and even well Ray knows that's weird because he at a point didn't have much going on to his identity so he knows how that's weird mm. when I people also, approach you and want to find out about you and you have nothing going on for you I also get the feeling that Jerry and Ray as a duo so far they seem very extra nosy you know what i mean like we were like looking at each other like something's not right mm -hmm. here you know it could just be closed oh he's a smoker and he died because he got hit in the chest you know what i mean but we were both like something else ain't right here we're not pulling just to pull we're pulling because we yeah. think something's on the other end of the line yeah okay all right okay and now, perhaps, and apparently, maybe uh, we know. What did you guys? Yeah. Uh, we you... found something. That, well, he found something in a box. Apparently, what? Uh, what else did you guys find? Talk to me about his apartment. Uh, he had what, was the, what was the state of? We found out. What was the state of Robert Tillman's apartment? Disheveled. R slash neckbeard nests. <laughs> <laughs> and you got it right there, except for one room, the bedroom, impeccable, yes. beautiful, with a king size bed. King size bed. Supposedly one Dude man. Dude looked like sharing. he was living lavish in this room, yeah. but then you turn around, neckbeard. Yeah. We also did prior to going to his apartment find uh, in his wallet from the coroner that he had one picture of. Who we presumed is him and a woman who yeah. was uh, his age. Uh, you didn't say. I assumed that, you know a couple. Yes, similar in yeah. age at a beach. At a beach, yes. So, and there's no other evidence uh, immediately besides maybe what's in the box. I don't know. I didn't. I don't know um, about this woman. No pictures in the Ray. Apartment. What's in the box? Gun to your head. What's in the oh, box? Oh, what do I think is in the box? What's in the box? No wrong answers. I think except for every answer that is in yeah. It. <laughs> so from from his. Uh, <clears throat> from his Jerry's reaction I think it's some type of um, like a, another type of body part because um, he did have that bone a small bone uh, in the box and weird yeah th that's bone. weird enough and so to open up the box and have that jarring of a reaction a, a good sized box it could have been any type of part of something Alex Finn What's in the box? I mean, I think with what Chup was saying about maybe 
merging some investigations. I think that's something the box might have to do with some children, maybe. That would be my best guess. I honestly am bridging between these two, and I think there's something possibly smelly in there. <laughs> there's definitely this some shit smelly in there. Stinking. Oh, yeah. This shit definitely be stinking and in that I, box. I believe it's like an organ of some sort. <laughs> and I hope it's not a little twelve-year-old boy's organ. <laughs> oh so, no! Like a heart or something. Yeah, that's but, what. That's where I was going. I didn't want to be that dark though. Yeah. Good guesses. You're all wrong. With detectives Flores and Hoyt exiting the apartment of one Bobby Tillman, as well as detectives O'Connor and Sergeant McNeil, I don't want to say hitting a dead end, but definitely finding a little bit of resistance in their case. We pick up on the fourth session. At this point, it's probably about rounding around 2 a.m. You guys also got to keep in mind that it is good practice to leave a little bit of time at the end of your shift to fill out any kind of paperwork that you have to do because each of these cases are going to have piles and piles of paperwork to be filled out so that is going to take some time we're not going to do that like on screen but it's enough to just say hey yeah i'm just going to work on some of this paperwork because that is definitely a, a mechanic in the practice of detecting we're going to pick up with detective hoyt and flores jerry you just ran out of the apartment out into the cold night with this box in your hand closed. Did you lock it? Yeah, I locked it. Okay. I'm so, just bringing it right to the car, putting it in the trunk, and just closing the trunk. And I'm just going right back to the room. Yeah, I didn't. When <clears> you <throat> stormed out, I went to the, uh, the doorway mm. out of the apartment. Just kind of watch him walk away? Yeah, I kind of just watched him. Because he was really going fast, and I wasn't in no mood to chase the hell's in there grab, grab everything grab the boxes grab everything and i go and grab the box of like all the bills and all that stuff mm -hmm. yeah, i am at is that one a little bit bigger like could i carry yeah. anything else with it N probably not that's okay be yeah two I was hands. Say, it's like a cardboard and box. I, I, i'm just like i'm just like frantically like i'm just like grab Yo, like, grab everything i want to I like when you're coming out with your first box i want to not like shove you just mm -hmm. kind of grab your shoulder and go, Yo, you're my partner and you can like tell that like i'm not really making eye contact with you like, i'm like really like you can keep to yourself whatever you want to, but you got to stay straight. I'm going to tell you, just get every. I want to get out of here. Just get everything. And right. I'll tell you, just get everything. I, Don't look in that box. I grabbed the military shoebox. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and I guess the contents of the other shoebox, there wasn't really much in there. Right? Okay. Just the folder. And, yeah. Um, actually, um, I can get you an exact list of basically all the stuff across these two shoeboxes. Um, yeah. The military one had the Bowie knife, canteen, uh, Zippo, that handgun slide, um, the bone, and that book. I put the bone into like a Ziploc and like kept it. Yeah, you like, said that. Um, I take the book and put it in my coat pocket because I want to read it. Okay. Yes. Um, um, the other shoebox had about $2,000 in banded 20s. Uh, I, I put that with the bills. Yeah, we'll take everything. And then can I, do we have a camera? Yes. I want to take a picture of the room and just just the room just everything mm -hmm. maybe even if it's just if it's such a small place that i can just get it in two views yep yeah that's cool you take take a picture of the and the polaroid comes out and you living room it. and kitchen and take one of the bedroom show them how nice yeah. it looks and i also want to take a picture of like the hole like on the in the floor mm -hmm. where the lockbox was gotcha 
And I guess we can leave if we got everything. Get in the car. I jangle a pair of keys in front of him. Give me a second. And mm -hmm. I look at the keys. Uh, does the car key have any type of uh, branding on it at all? I don't know whether or not it would. Let me think. Well, we probably have like his car bills and stuff like that, right? Like, we could probably figure out it's what true, kind of car it is. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested too. I think it would. I yeah, like, I, no, well, now I gotta look it up. But it would just be a brand. It wouldn't be a. Right? Yeah, but I don't know if this. Yeah, this would have this the type of dude to yeah. drive like. Nobody look at my laptop. A this the type car. of dude to, no, to drive like a like a Ford F one fifty, but it's like like the color of Alex's shirt. Hmm. Nobody look. But it's like, but it's also like muddy and dirty, and like it's like kind of a shitty one. It smells like gas when you it's drive like, by it. It's like big red. Like big red, yeah. <laughs> big red. But redder than red. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting into the juice. No, it is unmarked. Oh, fuck. But it is a car key. You're able to see that it is a car key. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I quickly scan the parking lot. Is there numbers in any spots? Yes. The okay. apartments seem to be numbered for each apartment building has their own, or each apartment has their own numbered parking spot. So I would like to find... Well, if there is a spot 20, I would like to try it. There is. Okay. Parked in spot 20 is a red Plymouth Barracuda. <laughs> Seems to be well taken care of. I put the key in. The key fits, unlocks, the fast food bags all on the passenger seat floor. There's also a large, upright, unmarked burlap sack in the back seat. I imagine I'm in like in, in the car and I'm like looking at I you like step out of the driver I get into the driver's side just in the mm -hmm. seat, you know. Yeah. I step out of the door. I look at Jerry. I get back in. I want to put the key in the ignition. Mm -hmm. Does it start? It does. I get back out. I'll meet you back. And I get in. Start okay. driving. Alright. Start driving back to the station? Yes. Okay. And you are Jerry, you're also driving back to the station. Yep. Okay, the two of you begin making your way back to the station jumping back to our other set of detectives basically don't have a lot to work with and it is rough and it stings if you do want to make calls to the schools that's something that you're gonna have to do basically at the start of your shift tomorrow go ahead fatty <laughs> talk up chubs could i like radio like while we're like when we like we start going back to the office can i radio to my sarge yeah yeah absolutely uh sorry you get sorry to backtrack no no please <laughs> Sarge, you get a notification that the radio is for you. Sarge, this is Jerry. I got a lead. Jerry, how's it going? Not good, Roy, but I think we got something. Kid-related. What are we looking at here? Let me get back. I'll be there in a few minutes. And I... <laughs> All right. Speed off down the street. So, what's what are you two doing? I mean, at this point, if I think that they're coming back and we've run through the records, and I think that we're going to have a long night with these two, probably getting some of that paperwork started to try to get it out of the way. Okay, they briefed. They briefed us to a degree. Um, they also, they, you know, Jerry just briefed me a little bit. I, they, I don't recall if they briefed the lieutenant. If they did... Uh, Would the lieutenant be aware of the, this uh, this address that they're coming from? Yes. 
Okay, I want to go. And they they did brief Lieutenant Longo and basically, yeah, we're gonna stop by his apartment, take okay. a look around. Um, I would like to compare and see if this address is along the river. It is not. Okay, where is it in relation to the river? So if and the radio the, was on, like, the would he have heard shit. that too? No. Um, no? He's in, he's in a car that has do. no radio. Oh, that's right, that's right. Oh, unless he had a radio on his... Where's yeah, they have radios that they didn't. Nope. Just in this area at the bar? The, the bar is on this main street, right? And then he lives down here and he walked to the bar. Alright. So, just to show you. The bar is on the west end of Linwood Falls. And um, be it as detailed as possible. <laughs> the bar, like you're explaining to a blind man. Yeah. So I'll uh, while, while we wait, and I, I interrupt your paperwork. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I speak to no, O'Connor. Uh, Caleb's like doing paperwork, and like the Sarge walks up and like pushes all the shit off his desk and throws a map down. <laughs> this is the west side of the town. We need to. <laughs> no, Not even talking directly to me. Just talking out in the atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do. I do go up to you, O'Connor, and um. I show you the locations of the house. So the house is on the west, um, percent, you know, a little bit towards the south, southwest end of Linwood Falls, which is on the opposite end. The river is on the opposite end of town in relation to this house. Just for your awareness, O'Connor, that's where we're that's what we're dealing with. And I, of course, inform O'Connor about a potential, um, you know, child-related. Incident that they I think I would have probably like overheard the radio for all in the same records room together. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. You just got the brief. I think. Cool. Yeah. All right. Just wait for them to get back then. Mm. And a moment of time passes before the two of you detectives Hoyt and Flores make your way back to the Linwood Falls Police Department. All right. Do we like pull up at pretty much the same time? Yeah. All right. Uh, First get out thing of the car. I do when I pull up is I go into the back seat. Okay. Of your car. Well, I get out, you know, go around the back. Mm -hmm. and I yeah, I want to walk over, like, to, right to you, too. Yeah. And you notice immediately this sack that's in yeah. the back of the car. Did I, did it smell of anything? No. Okay. No. So Large, upright, unmarked, smelly thing. Burlap bag. Burlap bag. Um, I want to kind of feel it. Just see if there's, like, any, like, <clears throat> nasty shit going on before I open it. No, it's solid. It's full of something. Maybe first idea is gravel or sand or something. Okay, so I take it out of the car, put it on the ground. It's really heavy. It's probably like a 55-pound bag. All right, I, I, you can I lift can that. Yeah. All right, yeah. Oh, I'm just, you know, yeah. just to let you oh, know. Oh, yeah, I take, yeah. I take it out of the car. Yep, take it out, put, put it, it down. Place it on the ground, yep. open the top. Open the top. It looks like it's grain. Weird. Um, and just to be sure, I open it up fully and really sift through it. Mm -hmm. Take the time to kind of stick your hands down there. Nothing hard in there. Grain all the way through. Grain through and through. Okay. Can I... And you would know being a grain-fed boy. <laughs> Can I go... <laughs> Can I go to the driver's side and pop the trunk? Pop the trunk. Trunk opens up. Check it. Nothing in there. Nothing Spare in there. tire. Tire iron. Alright. Um... Kept this car pretty nice, don't you think? Is it a really nice car? It's a 1964 Plymouth Barracuda. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. I'll pull up a picture. I don't know what that means. But Jack's a car but guy. He's, he said he kept it in nice condition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too, so, doesn't really match up with our suspect. 
half matches up. He's got that one room. <clears throat> well, I think look, that's look, the look at that. Look, look, look at that bad boy. Whoa. Wow. Damn. It's red. Can I check the front too? The hood? Yeah. Yeah, you pop. What, you want to pop the hood? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> From a mechanic's view, is there anything special in here? No, it does not look All like right, there's cool. any kind of alterations. But however, you can tell just going through, he nice. he, he waxes it. Looks okay. like it's well taken care of. But like I mentioned on the passenger seat, there's a lot of fast food trash bags and stuff like that. Right, right. Um, all right. I do have a question to ask you. I love questions. I don't know if I should say this out loud. It's you want me point. to ask everybody to leave the table? Yes, I would. Gentlemen, if you could please leave the table. <laughs> all right. All right. I was going to ask you a quick question, but we'll wait. We'll hold. You can go ahead. No, no, no. We'll hold. The first one of the campaign! <laughs> Take a fucking hike, Bozos. <laughs> I'm glad it's me down here first. <laughs> Get out! So I want you to also consider that the listening audience does not know what's in the box. True. Can I tell them? Please do. Alright, I'm gonna read it off, like, word for word. Alright, so, the sticky note that I was handed says, Sexually explicit photos of children, about 30 in total. Faces cropped out, various poses and acts. My question is... Do I, from these pic? I mean, I only got a glance, but I know this, so it's like, but did I recognize, is it him in the pictures? No, there's no other figures in the pictures except for... Just kids. Just kids. Okay. Fucked up. It's right. horrible. This guy's a scumbag. Uh, Motherfucker deserved to die. Any more questions? Any more questions? Any more questions? That's mainly what I wanted to know. And you asked last session, at the end of the session, after we stopped recording, if it was the pictures were taken in that bedroom. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't right, seem right, like right. they were. You, uh, like I said, you'd have to take another look. Yeah. But. Um, all right. All right. They can come back. Yeah, down there. Glove yeah. box specifically for registration. Yes, you open up the glove box. There are actually a decent amount of contents in there. Uh, three books of matches, his car's registration manual, uh, like a small tire pressure gauge, a revolver, what Smith, kind of interesting. Smith & Wesson Model 36, chambered in 38. Well, He I had guess, that ammo. Mm -hmm. And a folded note. Uh-oh. Um, prior to reading the note, can I check the registration dates? Date? Is there only one re active registration in there, too? Well, yeah, there's one the active recent. registration, but he, his, he's got a couple in there, cool. so he has been updating his registration, mm -hmm. and it is not expired. When was the first? The kid's a '64. Did he buy it brand new? Can I can I know when he registered the car? Yeah, it looks like the f the oldest registration that he has in there is '65. So got this car right when he came back from the service. Registration takes him back up to there. That makes sense. Has it always been registered to the state of Minnesota? Yes, it's been here since he got back, but yeah. it wasn't in Limwood Falls. <laughs> Open up the note. Yeah. I'm handing a piece of paper to Chop. <laughs> Am I right there with you? I. It's like I take the note out. I'd imagine I'm like right next to you. Folded. Like... Well, if you're looking at the trunk when you said you were popping yeah. the hood, then I take the note out. For, uh, oh, and I had said to you, I should flash the registration. And I get to this note. 
It's folded. I open it up. And I pass it over. Looks like we got ourselves a lead. Ray. 1080. That's, and I give you that. You back. just look at me and say, Ray, 1080. 1080. Well, if you show me what's in that damn box, maybe I can concur. We're going to have to look. Why don't you just tell me? Pictures. Oh. Children. I'm gonna need you to use your words, detective. Pictures of children. Were they dead? Were they mangled? Was he in them? Unclothed. Was he in them? Not the one that I saw. Alright, let's bring all this evidence in. Yeah. We're gonna have to talk to Lieutenant. Good guy, shit. I'm gonna bring it in. Okay, with all the boxes of collected evidence, you guys make your way into the police department. Uh, our other set of detectives, Caleb and Roy, you guys, you guys notice, you know, the two other detectives walk in. I'm gonna start setting up a table for all this evidence, an area. Okay. Down in the uh, violent crimes unit. Yeah. Or like, would we have like a room for this? Probably not. <clears throat> but there's a couple tables down there that you'd be able to set up mm -hmm. in such a way. What's the bartender's name? A Will Newton. Okay. Um, I want to look at them. How are how are they, how are you guys looking right now? When Fucking sick. Okay. Pale. Like you can tell, I'm like. Yeah. What about uh, what about Ray? He comes I, I skipping look, in. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I look like my gear, my gears are fucking turning, but it's not getting turning. anywhere. You know. Yeah. We've got a lot, but we're really trying to connect the dots. Okay. You're not. Are we? So we're just we're just hauling everything in right now. Yeah. I mean, it All looks right. like we've seen a lot of shit. He looks like he saw fucking Vietnam, hell and back. But I mean, looks well, like I think it's more like, so just because Jerry like is like. This is what we're fucking dealing with. And knowing that, like... Obviously, it's not 100%, but... These two things could connect. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Technically, there's no... Murder involved. Like, we don't know if... Bobby is murdering the kids, but... We fucking know something mm -hmm. about it. You yeah. know what I mean? So, it's... Something to go yeah. off of. So if you if you get up and instantly start clearing an area, I'll get up instantly as well. And, and just uh, we were we were waiting, kind of ready for this. Um, so I just I walk up to you guys and I walk up to you, Jerry. I got like a smoke in my mouth that hasn't been ashed, so like the ash is like yeah. really hanging. Yeah. Um. Are you holding? Are you holding anything? Or I'm holding some boxes, baby. You're holding, okay. I woke up and I'm like, give me a table. I point over to O'Connor, setting it up. Drop it. Did we get it all in one trip or? That's Are you decision. taking the burlap sack of grain inside? <laughs> I put the burlap sack of grain right in like the front office. I brought it into the front door uh -huh. and looked whoever was there and was like, this is so evidence. <laughs> so the grain is in the room. What? Is this grain in the room with us right now? Is this grain <laughs> in the room with us? <laughs> no. Oh, no. Okay. There's a bag of grain sitting out in the front hall. <laughs> 55 pounds. What kind of grain? Whole. <laughs> that smile. I'm like, son of a bitch is using my grain. No, <laughs> um, do Okay, I want to go look at this fucking grain. I'm a farmer. Okay. What kind of grain is it? 
Who's Hold. distributing this grain? I need to make a phone call. It's an Hold. Unmas- Hold. unmarked bag. Unmarked bag. Unmarked bag. I smell it. Where's it from? <laughs> the ground. <laughs> what county? What <laughs> Where's it from? <laughs> the dude's a Somali um, grain. <laughs> all right, hit me a. Give me a. Roll grain for me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to actually attempt any kind of analysis on this grain? I just want to see if I recognize the grain. All right. Not going to make you roll for it, just based on your background, and especially particularly because Roy has a ranch. This is the type of grain that you would use to feed farm animals. You've dealt with this kind of grain before. It's unmarked, which is atypical of any kind of grain that you've purchased for your... You don't have any other... Do you have other farm animals or just just, just caper? Just caper and some chickens. The chickens. Mm-hmm. Absolutely is an animal that you would buy grain for, and this is the type of grain that, that you would buy. But these bags would be marked. You would buy them from a farm supply store, and they would be marked with some sort of, you know, company or something like that. This not is marked. not. Okay. But it is farm animal feed. There we go. Okay. Weird. All right. Uh, is everything in? Yes. And the lieutenant kind of steps out as you guys bring the last of the evidence in, kind of looks towards you, visibly shooken, and just, like, walks up to you and kind of, like, reaches his hand out to, like, he's about to touch you, and then he kind of stops. You alright, Flores? Yeah. What's going on? What's the update here? Um... Went to the victim's house, the one that died, at the bar, just to check it out, just to see if we could find any leads, and we found a secret compartment in the floor, a lockbox in it, and a key. Got pictures of kids in it. Naked. I closed it right away. I didn't see everything else, but there's probably about, I don't know, 25, 30 pictures in there. Kind of looks down at the floor for a little bit and then kind of scans the evidence that you guys have set up on the table. His eyes hit the lockbox. And he kind of looks back and says, you think this is related to the case? I mean, it could be. Do you guys have anything? I mean, we have something related to kids. Oh, their case? Yeah. Hmm, that might be a reach. Why? You guys do any investigation on uh, potential I suspects? don't think that anything is a reach at this point. I don't want to say anything for certain. fucking box. I am taking your word on Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did y'all do any research on some potential suspects at all? I tried. Nothing much. Nothing much, so, would you find? Anyone? No one. No one? Well, we gotta lead ourselves on someone. I put the note on the table. What does the note say? Read it out loud. Note says, Wednesday, uh, this was the note found in uh, Bobby's car, in the glove box. Wednesday, same place, swaps from RJ. Ray J. That's you. Oh, wow. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> you're, you're RJ. No, yeah, you're RJ. This, RJ. this note says you RJ, bro. You're under arrest. Raymond James Stadium. All right. That's true. 
I think this All right, is the I only lead we have so far. <laughs> the lieutenant speaks up. Uh, look, all things considered, there's two cases that you were working on. The murder of Bobby Tillman and this corpse that was found down by the creek. I think that it is good practice to operate under the assumption that these are separate cases because the second that we start trying to draw conclusions from cases that are not our own, things can get muddled. Keep that idea in your head as a possibility. It was an accident murder. We just stumbled upon this and it's just... The murder is closed so this is a separate investigation. To be fair, Lieutenant, have you seen either of these things happen? A mangled corpse of a child or these kind of pictures in somebody's lockbox before and it happens to be on the same night. The fact that it occurred on the same night reaffirms my statement that it is more than likely not connected. That body, the coroner himself said it, has been there for a while. This Bobby Tillman died last night. Look, I understand the process, and I understand that you two, and he looks towards Roy and Caleb, might be frustrated at the lack of leads here, but don't immediately start jumping towards connections that might not be there. Explore the avenues if they're there, but give up if they're not. And for you two, and he looks at Ray and Jerry, the murder of Bobby Tillman, for the most part, should be closed. If we're not bringing charges towards Mark that's the end of it if you want to open another investigation into whatever the fuck's in that box that's a whole different can of worms close the murder that's what we're gonna do open a new investigation little kids fate ain't in our hands anymore but I don't really care what they do with them I got somebody I want to talk to I just want to confirm with you two you said it was a minor that punched Bobby Tillman that's who I want to talk to I want to talk to Mark Could be something. I want to talk to Mark. Now, are you too sure that you want to dig into whatever is here? Because we can put this on the back burner. We can use this as context for anything else. But in cases like this, stash of photos, it's not the great foundation for a case that you're looking for. Give me and Ray one week and we'll find more about this. All right. But if anything else comes up, that takes precedent over this, okay? I still got my eyes on that barkeep. He was my first lead. I'm going to go with him first. He's got to have something to do with but it. But I know he's connected to this boy. Dig your teeth in. You you got my blessings. Time is it? At this point, it's probably around 3 a.m. <laughs> it's 3 a.m. in the morning. I put, I put my, my key, key in the door. door. <laughs> Body's laying, laying all over the floor and... And like I said, you're probably going to want to leave a little bit of a bumper to uh, to finish up any kind of paperwork because there is interview with the warden and uh, any kind of statements from Officer Gaines and the coroner report and that. And then even back to your guys' cases, you guys talk to Will Newton and you talk to Mark and you talk to Mark's father and it's a lot of fucking paperwork. Mm-hmm. I, I want to go to uh, back to my, my desk where I had where I was looking into the missing per last session when I was looking into the missing persons and found bodies etc I want to see and potential suspects right 
I want to see if anyone matches with these initials, RJ, and also Bobby Tillman. Okay. You're beginning the process of going through that information. Okay. Did you say that you saw a bag of grain? About 55 pounds of it. Anything interesting with that? From your knowledge? I'm not sure if I get the same grain, meaning if I get it from the same company, but I use that type of grain. I use it to feed my chickens. You feeding the geese, you dirty fuck? Is that what you're doing? Just sitting there feeding the geese, huh? I love me a good Canada goose in the winter. (laughs) How long do you think it's going to take to just, like, get a bunch of paperwork done? Specifically because you made it a point to agree with the lieutenant that the murder of Bobby Tillman is going to be a closed case. That's probably going to take you two and a half hours if you want to get that wrapped up. What do you think, Ray? Yeah, I think we should get that wrapped up. All right. Um, I'm going to specifically leave two and a half hours at the end of my shift. So what's that like? Four thirty. So I got like the next half an hour and a half. Can sure. I? Can I just like take my shit? Like, can I take like one of the big boxes, like maybe of all the bills or something like that, and just go to my desk and just start go going through. through. Just go through everything. Okay. Um, Anything seems weird. Point it out. If I see the boxes there. Um, something that might have caught my eye is his pack of cigarettes with the matches mm-hmm. stuffed inside. Um, does it say anything on the matchbook? Good question. No. <laughs> 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 no. This matchbook, the one that's actually in the pack of cigarettes, is unmarked. There were some other matchbooks that were found in the car, in the uh, Barracuda. Two of those were unmarked. The last one was marked. It says... Cavalry Club on it. Can we also get that bone sent for testing? Yeah. So that's kind of that's kind of a weird thing where you can get it quote unquote sent for testing. That's going to take like weeks of like sending Fuck. it. You're probably going to be sending it up to Minneapolis to get it tested for certain things. You get the sense that your best bet would be trying to get someone skilled in medical analysis it. to just like give right. it the once over. All right. Do we have anybody like that in this department? So I was looking into this, and also that Google Doc that I kind of sent to you guys about these detective procedures. One of those things mentions that it's typical for larger cities like New York, Los Angeles, to have forensic experts during this time period in the station. I would imagine you guys wouldn't. You think your best bet would be a doctor that you trust or the coroner, any of those medical examiners. Did, um... Bobby Tillman go to the same corner as the one with us. I know you said there was two corners. You think that Davy Jones would go <laughs> anywhere near that sick fuck Bobby Tillman? <laughs> no. You guys, it's the same morgue, different medical examiners. Okay. Davy Jones, I forgot his name. Davy Jones. Davy Jones. What kind of skill set does Lieutenant Longo have that's gotten him in this position? Roll human intelligence. 48 on a 70. 48 on 70? Mm -hmm. He's a paper pusher. His skill mainly falls under the purview of the law side of detectives and also the bureaucratic side of it. 
He knows how to interact with the people within your organization in order to get things expedited, get things that he wants. And you have a feeling that his position, his rise to this position is largely due to that fact, that he is skilled in the bureaucratic dance that is being a lieutenant in a larger police department. Gotcha. Um, so has, has my search concluded, looking for any potential initials? Yes. So you analyze through that documentation that you have of just sex offenders or also the missing persons list? I would like to look through both. I'm not sure if that takes too much time. It's going to take you a little bit longer. If he needs help, could I give him a hand with doing that? Uh, well, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit ex- expedited by that. No, none of the Im- initials match. RJ. Um, there's R's and J's, but nothing like a name that would pop out as RJ. Nothing on Bobby Tillman? Bobby Tillman is not listed on any kind of sex offender registry. Uh, what about prior work experience? Can I look through that? That's uh, going to take you a little bit more time. Okay. I want to look up <clears throat> in the records all people that own property that is designated for livestock. Gotcha. Okay. That's something that you can look into. You begin looking into that. You're looking for Bobby Tillman's work experience? Yes. You find none. And that is also confirmed by going through his bank statement records that were in that box that Jerry Flores was going through that he does not have a pattern of deposits, typical of, you know, a wage or something like that. How is he paying these bills? It seems like he had a large amount of savings that slowly through time have been whittled away. Is there any bank connected with this? There is. What bank would the that First be? National Bank of Linwood Falls. Just as like general info for the time, could it be assumed or not assumed or common knowledge or whatever of uh, a vet? What, what kind of potential competition they might have? Well, typically you would have to do four years in the service to. Oh, he, oh, he only did the one. He only okay. did one tour. Uh, you would imagine not much, especially Vietnam. Kind of fucked up the. Uh, the way that um, it's perceived, veterans from then got kind of dealt with. Yeah. Um, he wasn't getting a pension. He wasn't getting, you know, a stipend or anything like that. I'm assuming that I can't just walk into a bank and say, "Hey, give me his records." That's gonna take some sort so of. So can I can I go to Lieutenant Longo and see if maybe he can do something about it? Maybe pull some statements from this guy. How do you uh, how do you kind of set that conversation? Set the conversation that it was strange that I found zero prior work experience for a guy that's still paying off an apartment, still has a seven-year-old car, you know, pretty decent car. Goes um, to the bar all the time. Yeah, goes to the bar, has uh, money Gets expendable. Gets food all the time. Has $2,000 in cash, which is, I, I'm assuming, kind of rare for this 15 time. Grand. 15 grand. 15 grand? It was 15 grand? 15 grand? No, no, it was $2,000, but the equivalent of 15 grand. Oh, okay, yeah. Fair and just, just to have that in cash, yeah, he's got... He's got a good amount of assets for having no work experience at all. I find that weird. All right, I'll see if I can put in some sort of request to have those records pulled. Thank you, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. It seems, based on these records, there's not a consistent pattern of deposits or withdrawals. You'll see, like, a $200 deposit here, and then, like, a $150 withdrawal here. And slowly it looks like the like each statement month to month and these records only go back about a year his savings is slowly going down it looks like at its peak 
he had about $500 in savings. Could I use this potentially also when I'm talking to the lieutenant about like, if I think maybe it's all cash transactions that could be some kind of shady business that he was into. Yeah. We're trying to... He takes takes your side on that. Yeah. Did we go through any of the military boxes or anything like that? Get a real good look at everything. I'll take a look through the boxes. An additional set of eyes. And just like whatever we brought home. Yeah, so... Military memorabilia, Bowie knife in a sheath, canteen, uh, that Zippo that I mentioned, which is not engraved or marked in any way, uh, and then the handgun slide, and Ray has the book, Yeah. Jerry has the bone. Um, I want to look at the knife and see if it's worn or not. Yeah, so you kind of, it's got one of those, like, uh, button that kind of pops out, and you pull out the knife out of the sheath. Yes, it does look worn. Doesn't look rusted, but definitely. What's your melee weapon skill? Fifty. Fifty. This is a knife that has been sharpened many times. The wearing on the actual blade is indicative that it has been sharpened, probably on a whetstone. Okay. Multiple times. Is it sharp now? Yes. Okay. Not razor sharp, but sharp enough. Mm-hmm. I'd imagine we still have the wallet, right? Can I, like, show Sergeant picture? You guys didn't happen to come upon an address book or anything? Nothing that looked like an address? Mm. No, mm. we searched that place inside and out. And if this... He also didn't have a home telephone or anything like that. If this <clears throat> person was involved in what kind of illegal activity we think, how did you leave the home? Are there people that are going to come looking for him? Realize the police are involved. We took what we needed, but it was pretty disheveled when we walked in, so it's going to be tough for them mm-hmm. to uh, think anything else happened. Did you guys move the hope chest back and put the floorboards back? Um, I would say yes. I was going to say, I would assume one of us were smart enough. Yes. To after, after I would say it probably wasn't me, but I would assume yes. Ray would have because he was in his right mind. I just wanted to get the fuck out of there. And so. do you guys want to say for the sake of... Um, ease of roleplay that basically you guys take like maybe 20 minutes to talk about all the details of your case Yeah. the other group talks about all the details Mm -hmm. of their case and so basically I want to kind of jog them on like we deduced he got back from the military in 65 Mm -hmm. that's when he got his car he didn't live in Linwood Falls until 68 because that's when we know his bills were starting to be paid at this address kind of making this, this but his car was registered in Minnesota so we know he's been in the state since he got back when was it in 68 what? When what, when do we think his first bill came? Do you know like oh, it's the time? January. January of 68? Okay. Yeah. So, so it's three years on the dot pretty much. Have to establish the prime Tillman timeline. <laughs> <laughs> Am I able to complete my search on livestock landowners? Yes. Yeah. You have, It's a pretty extensive list because you have to remember that Linwood Falls itself is an industrial area. And so you would figure that's mostly steel mills and stuff like that, but that's also... There's a number of slaughterhouses and mm-hmm. stuff like that. You do get a, a, a list, and it's pretty extensive, pretty long. None of the names jump out as, you know, super obvious or anything like that, or like, there's our guy! So there's, there is no RJ? There are 26 people with the initials <laughs> RJ. <laughs> what? Oh, <God>. Damn. <laughs> Sergeant Roy, I know you're familiar with this pile of grain sitting out in the front lobby what kind of uh and i, and I flash this 
stack of papers that I've gathered. Mm -hmm. you know. Can you uh, help me narrow down this list potentially of uh, people that are going to be needing a bag of 55 pounds of grain? Sure, I'll help you take a look. I can't help but to think back to the note. Maybe this was something he was swapping. That's what I think too. Could Why be. else would that dude have 55 pounds of grain in the back of a pristine car? Yeah. Rest of his life's a mess. Is there dirt on his floor mats? No. I'd also like to uh, call the, at least the distributor I use, and if there are any in the area, mm. um, I'd like to give them a call as well. What's your relationship with your grain distributor? Mm -hmm. <sighs> that sounds really fucking funny coming in. I just, I just fucked his wife last week. <laughs> <laughs> I actually slept with the owner last week. Um, <laughs> We wanted to look at the 26 RJs right. that have, you, and know, you own were, livestock. you were going to try to take the time to, to, to narrow down which ones would actually need grain of this caliber? Quantity. Quantity? Quantity. Um, and quality. Quality is also important. So when Roy walks up to a bag oh. of grain, when Roy walks up to a bag of grain, when he moseys on up, he gives it a good whiff first. All right, are we? Is is he is he looking at quantity? Is he looking at quality? What's 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 your grain buying procedure like? Okay. And actually, I want I, see yeah. we we dropped it. Yeah. I want to double back on it and double down on it. Oh, yeah. What is your relationship with the grain distributor that you use? Lovers, no, <laughs> um, we. Okay, I know my distributor on a first name basis. Okay, what's it's his not name? the owner. His name is Chuck. Chuck. Yeah, Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry is your your and, grain distributor. Is, is his owner Johnny B? Johnny B. Good. <laughs> yes, it's Johnny B. Grain distribution. <laughs> Johnny B. Grain distribution. Um, Johnny B. Distributing grain is the name of the company. Okay. okay. He really do be doing that. He though. really do. And when he's good. Johnny B. Good at doing that. <laughs> Johnny um, B. Go Johnny. Go. <laughs> go Johnny. So, go, go, but Johnny. Chuck. Chuck is my guy. And yeah. I call, he's not the owner. Chuck's your grain guy. Chuck's my grain guy. Mm. And uh, Chuck knows what I like. Chuck knows what I like. He pays attention to the, he to does. the stalks. He does. Well, Roy has had issues in the past because his chickens are picky. Mm. They don't like, you know, shitty, different types of grain they don't really like. They don't right. really care to mm. care to indulge themselves with. Mm -hmm. So Chuck knows Roy. Roy knows Chuck. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with this. <laughs> <laughs> I right. really want to dig deep on this. <laughs> so if you're to take the time to go through this list, um, most of it is going to be basically looking looking at this list of farmland owners, comparing it through real estate records to see exactly how large their plot is, and also going through business records to find out is this, a, is this a, an operation that is a business or what kind of business do they do? There's a lot of steps to try and figure out exactly which companies on this list, or I'm sorry, exactly which landowners on this list would need grain of this size. But that's something that you're, you'd be able to do. It's actually out of all the th things that we have done related to documents this session, that's going to take the longest because that's like three different steps to really go through. Because mm -hmm. it's not just looking at it and like looking up the name and finding out stuff like that. There's multiple steps to that, but that's something that you can undertake. Anything else that anyone wants to do during this time? The only other thing that I'm going to bring up is that I know it's rough and I'm not volunteering. 
put somebody to look at those pictures and maybe get a location. Something in the background. Something identifiable on a child. Since I already lost sanity from it, do I still lose any? I would lose more again. If this you is, looked through 25 pictures. This is rough. Can I ask and you, from a mechanics point, he opened the box and looked at it, and you valued that at whatever for sanity. Mm-hmm. If you were to say, lay out all the pictures on a table mm-hmm. and look at them for... An extended period of time? Yes. 15 minutes? Yes. Uh, like, I'm saying, would it be 10 times worse? Oh, it, or would would it, be be... Way, it would be way worse. Yeah. Like, the, like the way that... How do I value that the way that The way that sanity scales... Uh, and also the book outlines examples of sanity loss. Seeing like a dead body when you're not used to seeing a dead body is like one slash one D four, which is you will lose one point of sanity if you pass one D four if you fail. I, I don't think that's the actual example, but it's like watching someone you love die in front of you is I think it's like two or three slash one D ten, right? So to look at sexually explicit photos of children for an extended period of time that is going to be particularly draining towards your sanity now i will say as detectives in the violent crimes unit this might be something that you could delegate to somebody else and yeah it's a little fucked up to say it but you can be like can we have some officers look over these photographs and write us a report on anything noticeable would this not be like a lieutenant thing to do no not Automatically. Okay. All right, I'll get to work writing up that request, kind of, and like a job statement of sorts. <laughs> how we found, how we came across this box, kind of basically what we know about Bobby already, mm-hmm. and uh, what we need out of an investigation of these photos. It doesn't have, you know, and t- what it- taking into account that these guys are going to be sanity checked as well, kind of like, do your best, you know. And uh, a couple sessions ago, there was a field autopsy for this body. And Roy said, is there anything I can get you to make this a little easier on you? And coroner said, look, it's my job. And yeah, this is ugly and fucked up, but it is your jobs. Hmm. The other thing that I will say is... What are you what are you particularly looking for in this report? I want to know So, from what you said before, we're looking for setting will be a, a one. I'd say but like a timeline, mm-hmm. like if it I mean obviously if it's different children, one the same child, dates on do, is that a thing? That used to be a thing. That like Polaroids would come out with like a little date on them. Some might no time stamp. And um like patterns like are they always doing the same similar kind of thing like is he making them stand a certain way is he also is it all in the same room patterns how many different yeah different individuals genders what are they doing and if they could for us everything every detail basically basic physical description of the kid that we could potentially match with other missing persons reports estimated age yeah and i weight, age hair color i'd like to ask um while you know lieutenant is in his office um while you you prepare the report or you two prepare the report to try to coordinate it 
you guys know that there was a seven to twelve year old Caucasian male mm -hmm. trying to partner that type of uh, body as well. Okay. Music doesn't play. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is the uh, that is the downside of having to use royalty free music. <laughs> if anyone is listening to this podcast right now and wants to donate some of your music to our cause, I would absolutely appreciate it. Uh, contact information can be found in the description. I feel like it's hard to match a specific song with this situation, though. Yeah. yeah. Almost impossible. Yeah. I feel good! <laughs> <laughs> go, Johnny, go! go. <laughs> Johnny, go. It's horrible. And I gave... I made sure that this was the session that I gave my disclaimer that it's fucked up and it's ugly and it's horrible and I spent fucking all day pacing up should i fucking are we doing this should i do this is this something and i and i i landed on the idea that as ugly as it is this is a story that that i wanted to explore this is this is a story that i wanted to tell this is a it's horrible but it's real and that's the worst part that's arguably the worst part particularly since you guys are exploring these avenues of document analysis and doing these investigations and stuff like that. You guys are probably running out of time to kind of do those 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 last bits of paperwork that you have to do before your shift ends. If Roy's still working on his investigation, I can take over for whoever we interviewed. Okay. Paperwork-wise. Yeah. All right. And eventually you do finish your analysis of all that documentation trying to match up. There's no farmland owners who would need this grain with the initials RJ, but you do get a list of farmland owners that would need this type of grain. Okay. And the list, it, you've narrowed down this, this larger list. Okay, cool. There's probably about 13, 14 different landowners or companies that own land. With the initials RJ? No. Okay. None, Just, none of the people on this list have the initials RJ. Okay. And there's, was, there's, was, and the insinuation here is that there is a large list of farmland owners, but a smaller list of of commercial farmland owners. Are there employees at these places? That would have to be a separate investigation. Mm. Sergeant Roy, uh, where is this truck fella located? In town, out of town. 1600. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> 1620. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Where, where would this grain distributor be located? Probably outside of town. Okay. Probably like halfway between where you live and Linwood Falls. Okay, yeah. It's right outside of town. He's maybe 10 minutes out of town and 10 minutes from my house in Douglas, so... And real quick, I want to make it clear that this we're gonna we're gonna solidify it as fourteen uh, companies and farmland owners. Fourteen. Um, okay. This is this is a list of farmland owners that use grain of that nature on a large scale. We're not talking about guys who might buy a bag every three or four months. Okay. Ray, I was thinking if you. Look at this note. It was one that needed an answer. Presumably a quick answer. Maybe if you're headed by that bar again, see if 
our suspect was talking to anybody in the bar, close with anybody at the bar, passing notes. We do have a, uh, under the orders of Lieutenant Longo, a, uh, undercover cop. It's gonna be stationed up at the, uh, Maybe the bar, we... so we're gonna let that one simmer for a little bit, but, uh, I imagine by our shift tomorrow we'll have some answers and some leads on, on the bar. I'm assuming if they were answering the question, it was possibly in person, especially if you're writing notes. Maybe something you don't want to talk about out in the open. Or over the phone. Is wiretapping a thing back here? Yes. Back then? Okay. Yeah. It, it's obviously a lot more involved, mm-hmm. but it would basically be like setting the phone up to an external device that kind of runs the line through that device, and it would record on tapes. Mm-hmm. Big reel-to-reel tapes. I have to imagine if, uh, if we got 25, 30 pictures, this could be a pretty big crime ring we got going on here and I wouldn't be surprised if they're scared about wiretaps on that sort of scale Sergeant Roy you got any problems taking this bag of grain with you maybe uh, having your friend Chuck take a, take a look at it maybe see he can put a wild guess on maybe where he got this where this unmarked bag is from yeah no problem with me at all got a lot of cash sitting on the table too uh, if you need to take a couple hundred bucks you know get some good information out of him you didn't hear it from me you hear the <laughs> lieutenant from his office don't do that <laughs> uh i just nod i'm like all right lieutenant i don't think chuck rolls that way but if i gotta do it i'm not opposed to it whatever you need to do sergeant so with your shift kind of getting to that point where you should start focusing on whatever last minute paperwork you have to do for the night at this point it's probably about Probably about 4.30, 4.45. You guys begin wrapping up, doing some paperwork on the events that transpired during the shift. Time passes. 6 o'clock, 6.30. 7 o'clock, you guys can head home. As your shift ends, is there anything that you guys do? I think it is a good lead to investigate this bag of grain, but swaps, thinking about it more, could be his pictures for somebody else's somebody else had this same situation maybe we're looking at a whole ring of these people as you guys finish up your paperwork clock out head out into the parking lot as the sun is slowly beginning to peek up over the horizon thought of home feels very very nice especially with the exhaustion mental and physical guys make your way to your cars that's where we're going to pick up next session (laughs) that sure was dark yeah yeah thanks for listening to this episode of lfvcu a nasty table production